Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We are back on California School News Radio. I'm Kevin Osmus with my co-host, Drew Schlossberg, the San Diego Union Tribune. Glad to have you back, Drew. Always and, a pleasure, Kevin. Thank you. And our next, uh, and, and, and it is our last uh, uh, show before we become billionaires. We've already gone through that. We don't need to harp on that again. Um, <laughs> for this next segment, uh, we asked the question, how do you get struggling students to turn it around. Well, the Baldwin Park Unified School District at Kenmore Elementary School was just received a silver medal as 2018 America's Best Urban Schools. Uh, only, only 18 schools were selected as finalists, and of those, 15 received medals, and just four California schools were chosen as medal winners so that we know something really, really good is happening, something very right is happening at Kenmore Elementary School. And with us this morning is the principal of Kenmore Elementary, Jane Satari. How are you doing, Jane? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, glad to have you on the program. Jane, uh, you have been at Kenmore for nine years. You've been a classroom teacher, a Title I resource teacher, and and now a principal. Uh, I would imagine that you know the Baldwin Park community very well at this point. Yes. Yes, enjoy them a great deal. Um, now, I just heard that this might just be an Internet rumor, okay, but I have heard that somewhere in Baldwin Park there's a secret laboratory. It might be at Kaiser. It might be at the In-N-Out. We're not sure where they're actually manufacturing these kids that are doing so well now. Um, do we want to dispel that rumor, or is this, in fact, being done by uh, turning it around by this hard work and dedication of your faculty and staff? Well, we'd like to clone all the kids here at Kenmore, <laughs> but um, no, we're we're working hard. And so you, in in 2010, um, Kenmore was one of the lower performing schools in the district. If uh, and and you knew that you had to do something to turn it around. Only 10 percent of the English learner students were being reclassified as English proficient. So you took it upon yourself to and 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 you kind of. Uh, made it a series of challenges on how to get the kids on the right track. So what, what were you doing with your, with your teachers in terms of professional development, and how have you been able to get the kids to boost their scores as, as, a, as, as startling as they have been? Well, we tried to be very strategic, and we, we looked first at the assessment that the EL learners were taking, and um, we saw that they really needed um, a higher level of comprehension, and they needed to be able to write about what they were learning. So we did uh, started with staff development with thinking maps and made sure that they were used with fidelity and every day in the classroom. And that helps students organize their thinking, and it also gives them access to the academic vocabulary that they need. And then um, we did that for a full year of implementation, and then the, added the piece that goes with thinking maps, which is um, right from the beginning and beyond. And um, that helps students to um, write about what they're learning. And um, it was really 
great and unexpected, but it helped all of our students, not just EL students, but every student was able to be successful in um, organizing their thoughts and in writing. Hey, uh, Jaina, this is uh, Drew Schlossberg, and uh, it seems like a millennium ago I was honored to be the uh, president of the Greater San Diego Reading Association, so uh, obviously we know reading and writing go hand in hand. Yes. How, how much of this, uh, when you implemented these uh, strategies, are you tied to enhanced reading or nonfiction reading or uh, rich literature reading? And, uh, and we do know they go hand in hand, of course. Um, it was, uh, the thing about thinking maps is that you can take informational um, reading, you can take narrative, right. and um, you can do it across the content areas. So in science, social studies, they can map out what they're learning as far as academic vocabulary, sequencing events, um, cause and effect, compare and contrast. They're able to, um, to organize their thoughts about each of these areas. Yeah, you know, we uh, uh, implemented a, a lot of this in San Diego City uh, a mm-hmm. long time ago. I was actually a curriculum developer for the school district in oh. San Diego Unified. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we focused on, of course, you know, heaven forbid you actually do critical reading across the curriculum, not just in language arts. You know, of course, we've known this probably since we were walking upright anyway. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, but, you know uh, it takes a lot of hard work. How did the parents embrace this? Um, our parents... Very few of them um, have been to college. Right. And um, so, really, it was a campaign that we're on No Excuses University, that we believe that every child can be successful, just one standard at a time, one grade level at a time, to have a foundation to be ready to go to college. So, I, I, I'm Japanese-American, but I identify with our Hispanic community as being um, first generation to go to college. Right. And that, like my parents, our parents don't really know. They want a better life for their kids, but they don't know how to get there. So we build a culture here of we're going to do our very best for your child, and um, we're going to help them get ready for college. And so the parents trust us that, that we do care about their children. And the results have been phenomenal uh, the, in, from 2010 when only 10% of the English learners were being reclassified to nearly 30% uh, uh, just four or five years later. That is a, an amazing turnaround. Uh, and, and I'm wondering, and, and to be clear, to, to, be the, to be chosen as an America's best urban school, and by the way, this is an organization which started at San Diego State University um, several years ago, I think in 2005, uh, you, you, you don't just uh, do better in one, in, in one set of tests. You do better across them all, um, every, every single one. So, uh, again, what, what, is it, what is it you're doing? <laughs> um, uh, how, are, how are the teachers responding to your, your, your guidance here? Um. Oh, and well, we Hi. have great teachers here. Mrs. Lopez oh. is one of our teachers. Oh, yeah. uh, I, we have a new guest, Drew. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. is uh, Kenmore teacher uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, a little bit early. I thought she would be here for the second segment. You are here now. Uh, perhaps you can answer that question then, Jennifer. Hi. Um, for the ELD turnaround? 
Well, yeah, just what uh, uh, some of the, the, the programs that you've had in place uh, and, and, the, and the training that you've received to help turn these, these students around. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the writing program that we implemented here at Kenmore. Um, it started with what are called thinking maps, which is just um, an organ- organizational tool that our students use to prepare and think about what they want to say or what they want to write about before they actually write it. And even our um, newcomers are able to jot down their, their ideas and thoughts into a basic thinking map, map. And then over the years, we have added on essay components that go with the thinking maps, um, a program called Write from the Beginning and Beyond. And our students are able to write um, narratives, expository response to lit or literature, and they even are mapping out um, the chapters of the math books now uh, as they prepare to learn math. And I think that that has had a lot to do with it because our ELD kids um, are given the support within the map um, and given the, the language of the assignment within the map that they are then able to use in their writing, and so they're able to um, express themselves really, really well here. I, I give a lot of, um, I, I don't think praise is the word, but I give a lot of the success um, at Kenmore to the fact that our kids know how to think before they answer. Yeah, J- Jennifer. And that includes our ELD students. Right, let me ask a question here. Do you uh, then infuse some of Stephen Krashen's uh, language acquisition and comprehensible input within this type of a strategy? Absolutely. All of that falls with within it because you're all you know you build from foundation, yep. and eventually they start adding in their own um, analysis and their own thinking, deeper level thinking, um, as they progress through the writing program. Yeah, exactly. And I imagine, uh, you know, with all this, when you see uh, reading scores and language arts goes up, um, you're going to also see that in the content area, too, I imagine. Absolutely. And, you know, I I started teaching here 28 years ago, and I can remember as a sixth-grade teacher pulling teeth to get kids to write one um, cohesive paragraph. And now our kids are writing these amazing essays with so much thought and dialogue, and um, they know how to quote and paraphrase and all these things that I never thought an elementary school student would be able to do. And my sixth graders come in knowing how to do so much of that already. Well, and then on top of that, we're going to go to break in about 30 seconds, too, that everything that has surrounded that success, of course, is just greater self-esteem and and confidence in the uh, learning situation and what they can take outside of this. So just uh, uh, applaud uh, both of you folks. And, uh, Kevin, we're going to be heading to a break pretty soon, correct? Yes, and I, I just had one last thing on the on the thinking maps because just looking ahead, now this is a map that is going to continue to be relevant for the students for years and years because I'm sitting right next to a Thomas Guide map right here, and I, we just don't use these anymore. So I'm I'm hoping that the uh, that the thinking maps uh, uh, will have uh, much better lasting power uh, for the kids as they go go through. Uh, middle school and high school we're california school news radio we will be right back with our guests from kenmore elementary school jane satari and jennifer lopez stay tuned
Securing Our eCity Foundation is a nonprofit organization focused on cybersecurity awareness and education. Formed in 2011, their mission is to enable every San Diegan to live, work, and play safely in the cyber world. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org, 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The SoCal Cyber Cup Challenge encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The SoCal Cyber Cup Challenge. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delay food sensitivities. And once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, Progressive medicalcenter.com Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the Internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to California School News. This is Kevin along with my co-host, Drew, and we have with us this morning uh, Kenmore Elementary School Principal Jane Satari and sixth grade teacher Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Kenmore Elementary School was recently recognized as a silver medal winner in 2018 America's Best Urban Schools Group. But a few other things, a few other points of distinction for Kenmore in 2015, 16, and 17, Kenmore has been an honor roll school. In 2015, Kenmore became a gold ribbon school, and in 2018, Kenmore was named a California Distinguished School. 
as well as being a no excuses university and uh jane uh jennifer maybe we can talk a little bit about that college going culture which seems to be working so well there at kinmore um um yeah we became part of what's called the no excuses university and i think that was really the kickoff point for us um it developed a lot of school spirit um just school-wide spirit um the kids all have learned what we call our college tier here at Kenmore, where they, they um, over the announcements every morning, they shout out how they're all going to college um, someday. And, and each class has a college that they've adopted, and the kids wear T-shirts with those college um, logos on them, and they have classroom cheers. Um, we, have, we have monthly rallies outside where the kids all come in their T-shirts and do their cheers, and we honor kids, recognize kids for the achievements that they've made throughout the month in, um, in our reading program and um, other programs as well. So it's really just caused a lot of, of school spirit. And, you know, when kids like to come to school, they come to school, and then they can learn, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, question for you. Do you folks uh, use AVID at all in the curriculum? We don't here in the Not elementary here level. at the elementary school, but most of our sixth graders um, – apply for AVID right. at, um, for the junior high next year. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. And uh, I served for nine years on the AVID board here, you know, headquartered here in San Diego. And um, I know there's been a big push to move it down into the, uh, you know, uh, K-5 space or K-6, depending on, on the school on mm-hmm. that. I want to go back to the, the college, uh, you know, aspect of it. Um, when you, you know, talk about the college-going culture, do you also talk a little bit about career pathways as well? We really focus. Yes, on absolutely. Um, you know, we at this elementary school age, we like to focus in on the, the ability to, for them to go to college. Right. But we're also very realistic in the fact, um, as educators, that all kids might not choose that path, and that's not the only path. That's right. But we definitely encourage kids to seek their interests and um, look for, you know, they're so young at this point, they're not really making those decisions. They all think they're going to be professional sports players at this, you know, the stage of the game. But we're always encouraging <laughs> them to explore their career path. Yeah, you know, what's interesting about that, and you're, and you're right on and Jane, I'll let you jump in on that too. Um, you know, one uh, things I, I we're trying to emphasize quite a bit here in San Diego, of course, is college and career um, not college or career, and if you choose not to go to college, then so be it, but at least be on that path to A to G or whatever they are these days for Cal State and UCs in this uh, area. Um, but, you know, with the unbelievable changing of what's going on in our uh, workforce, you know, with a lot of uh, AI, you know, artificial intelligence and moving to, you know, technology and all that business, um, I don't think you really can start too early, can you? Right. We're we're trying to get them ready um one standard at a time, one grade level right. at a time, right. so that they've got a good foundation um, to eventually, you know, be ready for college. But also for all the technology fields, they're going to really need a good foundation. Well, and they have uh, your students have plenty of access to technology, correct, Jane? You have uh, two computer labs. You have thirteen sets of Chrome top laptops, that yeah. Chromebook laptops uh, that the kids get to use. Uh, uh, how do they enjoy getting their hands on those when they come to class? Well, they really enjoy it, and I know Jennifer's class is really using it, the Google Classroom. So, Jennifer, you might want to talk about that. What are you, you know, Jennifer, the, the what thing are you... That, that's nice about having 
um, the Chromebook access all the time is that you can um, put different level assignments into, say, Google Classroom for the students. So everybody's working at that le- at their own level, at their own pace. Um, there's an opportunity to give feedback on a constant basis to students as they're working on assignments. Um, when they finish things, the opportunities are endless on the other things that they can explore and do with a Chromebook. We have a, we have a program here that we use called iReady, which is an intervention program. Um, it diagnoses the levels of the students in both language arts and in math. And so when they're finished with their core instruction, they can go right into that program and work on the foundational skills that they still need help with. So there's no downtime anymore. Do you find that, because you're doing a lot, of the, a lot of the emphasis on the reading and writing and you've got the technology, are, are, do you have any budding poets or, or anything like that in, in, in your school uh, from the creative aspect? Uh, what, what are you seeing oh, there? Oh, definitely. I... Definitely. We've got some kids that actually on their own free time create um, their own uh, novels and, and oh. literature and yeah, we have those kids that are able to express themselves through something more lyrical, like a poem or a song. And all of that, you know, plays a part with the Chromebooks, too. They like to, um, they like to present things like, I don't know if you're familiar with a program called Animoto, and they put together just little 30-second commercials um, to get a message across on whatever it is they're learning and, you know, the Chromebook's been nice, too, for the, the students that don't necessarily like to stand up in front of a crowd and present. They can prepare their presentations on the Chromebook, and we can watch their videos, and, and they're more comfortable that way instead of standing up in front of the class with cue cards like we used to. Oh, well, you know, public speaking can be a little bit daunting. <laughs> I, I appreciate yeah, absolutely. Uh, 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 you, you two for coming on. Uh, uh, the, the live thing's not necessarily for everybody, but uh, we, we do appreciate you coming on. It just, it just <laughs> heightens the excitement level. Um, uh, one last, we, we, we've got a couple of minutes left, um, and maybe we could just kind of boil it down because you both have been at the district for so long and, and at Kenmore for so long. Jane, we can start with you, and then Jennifer, just briefly, what is your greatest joy of coming in to, to work every day and, and working with these fabulous people and these fabulous students? Well, I think of myself as a behind-the-scenes person, so I just really like to empower people you know, to find strengths in teachers and make them leaders, but also kids, you know, just I try to know every child by name and to know about them, like their progress, and to just encourage them, like, I saw that test score. You did a good job. So that's my, that's what keeps me going. Okay, and that means so much to a kid. When the, when the principal knows your name, that means, you know, and for the right reasons, am I right? <laughs> Not for yes. the wrong reasons. Right. But uh, uh, then, and, and Jennifer, what, what is your, your greatest joy of coming into work? You know, I have to tag right along with that. Being a sixth grade teacher and um, being part of this, the spirit rally process, I get to know so many of these students' names before they even come to me as sixth grade students. And they walk in, they, you know, they can walk in my door on the very first day of school. And they already know who I am, and I already know who they are. And it's just um, our whole staff is that way. We don't, we don't call our classes our kids. We call our school our kids. We take ownership of all of them, whether we've been their actual classroom teacher or not. 
And that just, you know, boils down to the fact that the staff, we all see each other as family. Well, I think you've just summed up why Kenmore is a California distinguished school. And uh, Drew, what's your favorite part about coming into work every morning? Well, I get to do interviews like this and uh, learn for <laughs> great educators like uh, Jane and uh, Jennifer. And uh, you know that uh, every single kid uh, has an opportunity to learn and be as successful as he or she wants to be. And uh, you need uh, educators like uh, uh, Jane and Jennifer to, to push that. So uh, thank you so much for what you folks do uh, for our future leaders. Yeah, and unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, so thank you, Jane Sakari and Jennifer Lopez, Kenmore Elementary School. And what do you know, Drew? That does it for another edition of California School News Radio. We made it through. We did. Uh, thank you to our engineer, Wade Taylor. And thank you to Val Martinez of VMA Communications. We will be back next Tuesday with another round of five minutes. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Securing our eCity Foundation is a nonprofit organization focused on cybersecurity awareness and education. Formed in 2011, their mission is to enable every San Diegan to live, work, and play safely in the cyber world. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org, 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. I'm Nicole Heffel, an attorney with the Heffel Law Firm, and I'd like to encourage you to join me in honoring our troops. Part of the Heffel Law Firm's mission is to advocate for those returning veterans in need at no cost to them. You can help us with this by allowing us to serve you with your estate planning needs. I'd like to invite you to contact me at heffellaw.com. That's H-E-F-F-E-L-Law.com. Or call 619-800-7000. 
619-550-3080.